You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. Thank you for worrying about me. I know I kind of just dropped off with that full moon there, huh? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. It is your host, your friend, your astrologer, Stephanie Powers. And yeah, I sound a little sicky sauce, don't I? I got hit so hard with the flu last Monday night. It feels like just one big fever dream from then until now, a whopping seven days later. You guys know I am Miss Holistic America over here. I mean, everything in this house is natural. There's no fragrance. I wear organic socks, for Christ's sake. Eat a very healthy diet. I drink conch and water out of a $5,000 machine. To get this sick just seemed like, wait, no, like every single day I am putting in the effort to be healthy, but I don't know. I think when viruses like this come for you, they come for you. And of course, I've been looking at the spiritual meaning of it, the sense of it. And the flu is just a series of nasty fevers over mine lasted four or five days, fevers in the 100s. It was rough. And when you're burning up, you're burning up the infection, but maybe you're also burning up negative thoughts, negative feelings that have infected your body, right? I Kudos to Heal Your Body by Louise Hay, that great book that connects the physical with the metaphysical, but the flu feels like it came at the perfect time to just give me a great full body mind, body, soul cleanse to step forward into the new astrological new year coming up with Aries season. But yeah, just when Pisces season hit right before the full moon, I just got smacked with the flu. And as you can tell by my voice, I'm still getting over it. I actually felt good enough on Friday to do my taxes. But after that, it was so much brain power. I just crashed and took a long nap. And I thought about recording a podcast for the big Virgo full moon we had on Saturday, but my voice sounded so stuffed up and hoarse that I was like, I can't put the people through this. (laughs) Forget it. I took three takes and said, no, Miss Workaholic over here under a Virgo full moon trying to be a perfectionist was like, no, they don't need to listen to a frog for 30 minutes. But we're back. I'm feeling so much better. I do want to talk about the Virgo full moon though, because as an astrologer, it makes me so sad that we missed talking about it. It just kind of came and went, even though I watched her rise over the ocean here in Rockport, Texas, and it was beautiful and I want to correlate my sickness to this Virgo full moon to help you understand the lunar patterns, how we are so intertwined with them and how important they are. So you guys know when we have new moons, we are writing a note to ourselves, our future selves, six months from that moment to the full moon in the same sign. Well, full moons are exactly that, but 
backwards. And so we just had a Virgo full moon on Saturday, February 24th. This was a culmination, a ending, a release, a letting go. I like to look at the lunar cycles like gardens, right? Let's say you have a backyard that is full of 12 garden plots, little raised garden beds. And each bed represents a zodiac sign, a new moon and a full moon of each zodiac sign, right? Each garden bed represents a month, a season, a sign. In the garden bed that rules Virgo, the Virgo garden beds, probably a lot of wheat growing out of it, right? Healthy vegetables to keep us healthy. <clears throat> well, the last time we touched this garden bed was at the Virgo new moon, which was September 14th of last year. And so think about that date. Think about that date, if anything big happened on or around it, or especially think about it in regards to co-workers, to being of service, and health. <laughs> think of it with health, because these are the things that Virgo rules. So I'll just use myself, Miss Sick over here. Since September 14th, this is right around when I left the family farm in Indiana and said, okay. Me and Jail are going to the Texas coast for winter as an escape and also just there were many other reasons, but that's why we came down here. And so that is when I started to pack up and end my routine there. My routine there on farm life was a lot of labor out in the yard. It was riding a bike 12 to 13 miles every day in the hot heat, getting a great sweat. I was drinking more water than I've ever had in my life as a result. And as a result as well, I was sleeping wonderfully. If you guys remember over a year ago when I lived in Colorado, I had severe insomnia. I mean, up all night eating breakfast at 2 a.m. insomnia. That went away. Everything went away. I, I felt wonderful. My body was toned. I had this great um, arm workout that I would do on the patio. I even had so much energy and time that I learned to play the guitar. So since September 14th, when I started to transition from that life to Texas coastal life, I stopped working out. I stopped sweating. I stopped working out. I stopped being a social because it's really hard to make friends when you work from home in a new area. And yeah, just the main thing I can think of is working out and sweating, which are my loves. I feel so good after I do those things. But through a series, you know, that could be a whole other podcast episode on why I stopped doing those things. This just isn't the most favorable place to do them. Um, of course I get sick. <laughs> So since September 14th, I stopped working out. I stopped exercising. I stopped drinking as much water. I'm drinking more lattes than I'm drinking water here. I'm not moving my body. Can't remember the last time I had a good sweat. Of course, during the Virgo full moon, I'm going to, air quotes, reap the rewards of not working out, which is my body getting full blown flu. I don't think I've had the flu since I was in high school. Of course, I've had the stomach bug. I've had a, I've had COVID twice. Um, 
but I don't think I've had the flu that knocks you out for two weeks since high school because I've done such a good job at taking care of my body. Well, going back to the garden plot analogy, back on September 14th, I planted seeds of health to make a wish to the Virgo new moon and say, please keep me healthy because, you know, health is the foundation and the baseline for absolutely everything. Without health, you know, you cannot do anything else. So under that new moon, of course, we all consciously and subconsciously plant seeds of please help my body continue to maintain my health. Well, I planted those seeds like everybody else in my garden plot. But what I didn't do is water them. What I didn't do is make sure they had adequate sunlight. What I didn't do is feed them the proper balance of nutrients so they don't get burned or they don't starve. I didn't till my soil. I just left it. I just said, bah, they'll figure it out. They'll grow. And then when I go to check on them at the Virgo full moon, six months later on Saturday, February 24th, and there's no sprouts. In fact, the seeds rotted, and now the garden bed lies dormant, naked, empty. And I wonder why, (laughs) right? This is how with astrology, you've got to work with it. We cannot just sit and see like a really great transit coming up. Let's say you've got your Jupiter return coming up, all of my Gemini placements. Woohoo. That's wonderful. But you can't just sit and say, nice, that's when I'm going to reap the rewards without putting in effort of your own. Right? Right? Do you see how that works? So coming up here, we're going to be entering a new moon in Pisces. So now we are going to switch to the garden plot that rules Pisces. There is a chance for new Piscean themes, a new chance to uproot subconscious wounds, a new chance to create something that you've dreamt of to finally create something. But again, you can plant those seeds in the Pisces garden bed, but if you don't go back every single day, water them, adequate sunlight, food and nutrients, they too will die and you will see the rewards, quote unquote rewards, six months from now when we have the Pisces full moon, which is going to be, I'm looking at my little calendar, September 17th. So if you go back, meaning, you know, metaphorically with the garden bed analogy, if you show up and write every day, you could be holding your published book in September. If you show up and paint something every day, you could be doing an art show in September. If you start therapy or if you make moves to protect your mental health, your subconscious health, all the Piscean themes, you could see in September reaping the rewards from those decisions, from those tending to the Pisces garden bed. Does that make sense? I like the garden bed analogy. I have a thing for it. But that is how we work with the moons. So if you're like me and you had full-blown flu manifest, I even had, I don't know if it was a cyst from ovulation or what, but I my, my body was just breaking down under this Virgo full moon. And to wrap it up, I got this gnarly splinter in my big toe. I mean, it was like a full-blown operation with JL to get it out. And I was like, my body, jeez. She is breaking down. So I was like, okay, cycles, I promise I will put in more effort 
to move my body and give her what she needs to maintain her health. I will not neglect my Virgo garden bed anymore because that's not a fun one to neglect. Listen to me. (coughs) I can't literally cough. I will break out into a five-minute spell. But, um... Yeah. So that's how this stuff works. Now, aside from the analogies and the garden bends of the Virgo full moon, this full moon happened at five degrees Virgo. So my people with five degree Virgo placements are anything three or five degrees before and after that, you had this illumination on you the most. This is the last full moon of the astrological new year. So there's this extra purge to this full moon. This is the season finale of the year that started last March, the final release. And whoa, my year was very colorful, (laughs) full of dark, scary colors, but also very bright, vivid Lisa Frank rainbows. And so I, it's to no end why I had this flu under this full moon in Virgo. And come on, I just traveled across the country through um, car rides and plane rides to go to Puerto Rico for a week. And if I were going to get the flu, it definitely would have been then. But that was a month ago and I was fine. Nothing happened. And so I, I just don't think anything is random. Of course, this flu just takes over directly under this full moon in the sign of health. So under this moon, I know we're late. I know it already happened and now we're moving on to a new cycle, but perhaps this we're still in the energy. You know, you can feel full moon energy three days leading up and three days before. Some astrologers even go as far as seven days. But under this moon and this energy, if you're listening to this, release perfectionism. Release being too critical of yourself and others. Release bad health habits. Hyperfixating on someone or something. Just show up and do. And this is something I have to remind myself a lot because I think I forgot it somehow. That just put, just create, just put things out there. I think Taylor Swift said it in an interview once. You know, she's obviously the queen of songwriting and melody production. She's got a gift and like her or not, she's the queen. Listen to her. She's got something right. So she always says her best advice for people who are artists or trying to do anything. She says, just keep creating. Just put it out there. Create, put it out there. Create, put it out there. You know how many songs that girl has put out? (laughs) And I'm sure she thinks, oh, this one was all right. Don't that? Yes. Her song, Cruel Summer. She was interviewed with her um, her producer, Jack Antonoff, and they were like, yeah, we made that one for fun and we didn't think it would be that good. We didn't think people would really care, which is why it wasn't our lead single. But then it became the most popular one on the entire album. Crazy. I think her song Out of the Woods had this similar story too. They made it and they were like, this, nah, like this is cool, but like, nah, this isn't going to be a hit single. The people aren't going to like it everybody remember when we hit the brakes too soon like (laughs) she's amazing i love her so much so full moons are report cards from the last six months all right and if you are like me sick as a dog under this full moon don't beat yourself up i'm not beating myself up i'm saying yeah sounds about right i am definitely getting the consequences for my inaction 
and that's okay. Now I know what six months of not exercising, not sweating, of not showing up. I mean, I say I don't exercise, but I walk a couple of miles every day with the dog. So there's that. But I'm talking like 13 mile bike rides, dripping sweat, you know? I I have no excuse. I've got arm weights here and I used to have quite the arm workout routine to keep my arms toned and I haven't touched them. So that's on me to figure out, but I don't mind being an example to show you guys how astrology can work with or work against you, right? A lot of people with their Saturn return, since this is a hot topic, my Saturn and Pisces people, they don't realize that your Saturn return can be a wonderful time of achievement if you show up and put in the work and put in the work and put in the work. You can achieve something. I forget which lunar cycle it was, but I planted the seeds of Lightworkers Lounge is my full-time job. I don't make a dime from it, but I'm going to pretend every day like I do. I'm going to respect the process as if it is the person who writes my checks to buy groceries and pay rent. And when I did that, you know, the first few months, it was like, oh, like, I am barely scraping by. (laughs) This is scary. But then at the six-month mark, I had so much money saved that I was able to go move to the San Juan Mountains. It worked, right? But if I would have just sat back and said, nah, I'm not ready. I can't do it. I can't figure it out, whatever. I would have probably ended up even more broke at the six-month checkup mark, the report card of the full moon. Right? This is how the moon and the lunar cycles work. So the last thing I'll say about this Virgo full moon is listen to your body. Listen to your body. The sun is in Pisces right now. The moon is in Virgo. This is the axis of the body. This is the axis of healing. Pisces people say, come here. Let's do some breath work. Let me do some chakra balancing with you. Let's pull some tarot to do some mental cleansing and clearing. Virgo says, well, after your breath work, let's go do some hot yoga to sweat the toxins out. And then let's go eat a green smoothie and a salad and chew slow and get all the nutrients and take some liquid vitamins. They work in tandem. Together, the sister signs of Virgo and Pisces are the most beautiful axis to sit on because it is the axis of mind, body, soul healing. So under this moon, all week, right? If you're listening to this on Monday, February 26th, perfect. This energy will go into Tuesday, but it's energy for every day if you think about it. Your body sends you messages before your mind does. The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk. Heal Your Body by Louise Hay. These are some books that prove this is real. There are emotional causes behind physical disease, and this moon may be illuminating that. Right? So what does your body tell you? That even though your mind is like, no, it's just coincidence. Like, I only cough around that person a lot because uh, their house has a cat and I'm allergic to cats. Like, no, your body and your gut, especially, right? If you're listening to this and you got a lot of Virgo and Pisces placements and cancer, cancer, you are so thrown into this. Your stomachs are literally communicating with you and nobody likes to talk about poop, but these are the signs that struggle with running to the restroom when something feels wrong in their gut. Virgo, Pisces, Cancer. 
your gut is constantly speaking to you. Everybody, whether you have those placements or not, your body will speak to you and keep the score and tell you who you feel safe around and who you do not. And this doesn't mean those people are bad and we have to run away from them. It's either an invitation to communicate what's going on. Why are you uncomfortable? Can you let this person know and set boundaries to reconcile Or yes, it is simply a black and white message of this is probably not energy that you should be around. Otherwise, you run the risk of remaining really sick and constantly falling into these head colds and flus and sore throats and stomach issues. And, you know, I have a passion for this axis of healing because I was a holistic health coach before this. And now I'm in my Pisces North node talking about the spiritual stuff, the woo-woo astrology stuff. But before this, I was a holistic health coach with a private practice called Evolve to Health, where I worked with women with hormonal, thyroid, menstrual irregularities. These were my specialty. Yes, it involved all the Virgo stuff, the blood work, the diet, the exercise, the acupuncture and supplements. I loved it. I still have a passion for it. And I have to tell you that the whole reason why I transitioned out of that, which some days I think of going back to it because I just, you know, it's my first love. Why I transitioned out of it is because I very quickly realized that diet didn't matter. The amount of exercise didn't matter. I would have clients who were in perfect, tip-top, ripped six-pack abs shape who could not conceive for years. No supplement would help, no di- nothing. And then I had clients that smoked cigarettes and ate McDonald's for every meal on their fifth children. And I started to say, okay, what is this? It's energy. As soon as someone leaves a relationship that is absolutely making them psychically sick, all of a sudden their autoimmunity symptoms disintegrate and they're eating cheeseburgers and ice cream (laughs) versus when they're in relationships or they're living with people that are just psychically draining them of their soul, of their energy, of their light. It doesn't matter if they have broccoli, steamed carrots for every meal and drink water, they're not going to get better. And this was such an interesting dynamic to witness that I was like, could it really be as simple as switching up the energy that you're around, leaving a job that's draining you, leaving a relationship that's draining you? Huh. Wow. And you know, I understand that these are major life changes that are scary, leaving relationships, leaving jobs. They take, you've got to have support of some sort, sometimes financial support, most of the time emotional support, because these are huge things that people attach their identities and their sense of security to. And so leaving them sounds just as scary as not leaving them. And you get stuck between a rock and a hard place. And this is where we really see the physical body, fatigued, unable to get up out of bed. This is where we see the constant head colds. This is where we see the thyroid, ladies, the thyroid. Why do you think, I think the statistic is 85% of thyroid patients are women. Why do you suppose that is, lady friends? Oh, because we're not speaking our truth. I find a lot of women who are 
perpetual people pleasers suffer from enlarged thyroids, inflamed thyroids, because we muffle our voice to please and soothe others. And we've got to stop doing that because it's literally making us sick. The moment you do that and your throat chakra blooms like a giant hibiscus and it's wide open, all of a sudden your hair grows back thick and shiny. All of a sudden you don't have ridges on your nails. All of a sudden your menstrual cycle is a perfect 28 to 38 two-day cycle. And you're like, what did I do? I'm still eating the same things. In fact, I don't even take as many supplements. Now, I know, easier said than done. There's so much more to this, but it's a good baseline to start with right? It's, it's movement and it's progress. If you're even thinking, if certain scenarios, people, instances, jobs are popping up in your mind and it's getting the gears to churn, that's a good step in the right direction. But, um, I get it. So that's all I got on this Virgo full moon. I'm so happy to be back giving readings. Thank you everyone last week who I had to reschedule and push you guys all back a week. I know you guys wait for your birth chart readings. I know they're an investment of time and money and I look so forward to reading your charts and I'm very thankful to you for being patient while I was sick, but I'm better, my head is clear. This is my favorite thing in the world to get to know you through your soul's blueprint of the sky and I'm back. So February's calendar is booked, but March we've got availability. So go to lightworkers-lounge.com, click on birth chart readings, use your podcast listener discount code gratitude, and I will see you guys on the podcast later this week and everyone else in readings on Zoom. Sending love. Enjoy.